It was a struggle, but Pitt somehow squeaked out a 10-point win against a ranked Syracuse team. They now will attempt to do it again this week in Charlottesville, where this grinded-out strategy will be tested. We discuss that and more on this week's Hail to Pit podcast. Finishing it in these final 30 minutes. Well, you know, it happened in, it happened in West Virginia. We're knocked off number two. It happened in South Carolina, and it's happened in Pittsburgh today. Our guys had a lot of guts tonight. We're just going to keep getting better. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. One home game that you will never, ever forget. We shocked the world! Hail to Pitt. Hail to Pitt. This is the week of November 12th, 2022. And this is the Hail to Pit podcast. I'm Alan. And I'm Vince. Here we are on the verge of bowl eligibility. A little later than planned, but better late than never, I guess. Pitt's just an ugly team. They won ugly against Syracuse. Vince, you called it a grinded out strategy. You could also use the word ugly. U-G-L-Y. This is a team only a mother could love or perhaps uh, fans who podcast about the team could love. Yikes, that offense. But, hey, defense got some sacks last week, huh? Yeah, we've been waiting for a big uh, a big explosion from the defense. Uh, was it that they were playing good, or was it they were playing a, a backup quarterback that just looked uh, completely out of his element? I, I don't know. We're, we're going to discuss it here. Yeah, we'll talk all about that game and, of course, look ahead to Pitt's big game against the UVA. Why is it big? Well, Pitt wins. They can go to the... I don't know what bowl, name your name your corporation and the city you want to play in, Vince. It can't be in a city that you actually like, though. Go. Uh, the Fenway Bowl. The Fenway Bowl. I saw a lot of that actually on the pit. Yeah, this I have. Week. Yeah, everybody's down for the Fenway Bowl. If it was the Anfield Bowl, I'd be really excited for that. Well, it, it won't be uh, anymore. No, oh, that's tr- that's true. That's another that's another another topic of discussion. Yeah, we will be discussing. Pitt UVA as well as of course the win over Syracuse a win you know that wasn't very exciting it was a 10-point victory and uh I don't you didn't need a you didn't need to be in a soundproof room to to (laughs) you weren't making a lot of racket to bug your neighbors watching that game Vince well you were there but for me at least I wasn't bothering anybody no one was even around me maybe the first game I watched all year without having to worry about being too loud in front of, in front of in-laws or someone like that, you know, and and there was no real cause to hoot and holler. Yeah, yeah, just sit back in a rocking chair and, and enjoy the defense. You, if you weren't in, if you weren't in the room with me and you were just listening to me watch the game, you would have thought I was watching like Matlock or something. You just like listening in. What is he watching in there? Yep, sitting in a rocking chair like an old man watching Pitt. Beat up on Syracuse. <laughs> we'll break it down, though. Let me quick carny bark at everybody. We're at H2P Show on Twitter. If you want to hit us up there, social media is the way to do it via at H2P Show or email, which is increasingly becoming my favorite way to interact with folks who listen to the show or are inquiring about the show or sending spam to the show, hail to pit podcast at gmail.com. Hail the number two pit podcast at gmail.com. We appreciate all the feedback we get on social media, through the email, and of course, on Panther Lair, on Reddit, 
and all the other dark corners of the Pitternet where we're talking Pit Panthers. We're brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. You can start your own podcast with your whole own production crew. We have a whole crew here. You wouldn't think it, but they make it seem so easy, so flawless. I guess it's in the name because they're professional, they're quality people, they're top, they're top people, men and women, working together with one goal, one purpose to make your podcast sound kick-ass and make sure you, most importantly, have fun doing your podcast. Doesn't matter the topic, they tell me. Although, I think they like our show the best of all the shows they do, Vince. Pretty Easy Podcast will show up on game day every single time and deliver, unlike the pit offense, they're consistent at prettyeasypodcast.com. And they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. It's a very breezy win for the Pitt Panthers against Syracuse, uh, 19-9, to Vince, and... Yeah, like I said, wasn't that kind of game where you're like, oh, come on, ah, e, oh, it was, oh, a sack. They should be beating this team by a lot more. Why aren't they winning by more? Why is this game still kind of a game? And it ended up being a double-digit victory anyway. No touchdowns given up by the defense, most importantly. Yeah, yeah, uh, kept Syracuse out of the end zone. He, even a few times where the, when they got in inside pit territory, held them to a field goal. Uh, just absolutely dominating this team. Only gave up 145 yards. Uh, yeah, you know, had six sacks in the game. Syracuse only completed eight passes. Allen <laughs> only eight passes. Uh, uh, held them to only 23 minutes of possession. For Syracuse, uh, Tucker, they're a good running back uh, for Syracuse, held under 20 yards rushing. Um, just a, a, a tremendous performance by the defense. Uh, now, you could say uh, that uh, Syracuse backup quarterback Carlos Del Rio Wilson was you know just outmanned here, but I don't know. I mean, they got some decent receivers. Uh, you know, you, you would have thought they would have, you know, put up a little bit more of a fight. But uh, obviously, you know, Pitt's defense just really came to play, uh, and, and that they could, you know, Syracuse. I think, you know, certainly without Schroeder, they stink. But uh, <laughs> you know, Pitt, Pitt can, can really make teams stink uh, when when they are uh, if that defense is rolling uh, and they're really getting good pressure. Uh, now you're going to tell me, oh, well, against Georgia Tech, they didn't do that. Um, yeah, they, they didn't quite make the, the big splash plays there. But, you know, I think the story is, and we're going to be talking about it here, if, you know, if Pitt's offense would have done their job, uh, you know, the, these are blowout victories. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, the, the reason why Pitt was actually able to win this game, I think, uh, even you know, even though they've had some games where the defense – showed up, had made some plays. Uh, time of possession, a huge factor in this pit. Uh, holding on to the ball, what, 13 minutes more than Syracuse. Yep. Um, just really, a, 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 even as bad as the offense was and and not punching the ball in and turning it over some, uh, they still were just a little bit more consistent, able to complete more passes than Syracuse, uh, which isn't saying much because you said, what, eight? Eight completed yeah. passes. Eight completions. My goodness. <laughs> Uh, actually getting some third down conversions um, that you know the difference in the game I, I think still was that the offense wasn't so horrible that the defense had to be out there because even with uh, the backup quarterback Del Rio Wilson without his own personal uh, field announcer to, to call him onto the field <laughs> he he was there 
uh, and would have been there to capitalize on moments like that. Uh, but good thing he wasn't given those moments too often. Still, turnovers and you know uh, penalties still there, still getting penalized, and not making it as easy as it could have been uh, for the defense. I would say overall in this game, but give it credit. A very very don't twist my words. Minimal credit to the offense for playing bad, but not horrendously bad, and that. That helped Pitt's defense breathe a little extra, a little, yeah, a little easier it, day for them. Yeah, I mean, and it's like you know, as as bad as they look at times, you know, just a couple plays here or there, and you know, th- this looks a lot different. You know, they had Slovis had a bad interception uh, thrown towards the beginning of that game. Uh, they uh, Jared Wayne threw that interception on that trick play, which was just asking way too much of him there. Uh, those were two dry, uh, plays Pitt was driving. You know, if they score a touchdown on those two play on those two drives, you know, Pitt's winning this game, uh, you know, 33 to uh, to, uh, to nine. And I think we're looking at it completely differently. Yeah. But that's been the story. Yeah. That's been the story this year. Um, uh, just bad turnovers, particularly w- when Pitt's in scoring position uh, in the red zone. Uh, j- just cannot have that, uh, and that's why they're in the position that they are. Uh, and we'll we'll see if they can can you know muster up enough to to try to salvage this season. Um, but you know, not a horrible performance, uh, especially considering your your home run hitter. Yeah, Izzy Abanacanda didn't play in this game, um, but you know Rodney Hammond over 100 yards, Sebo Flemister uh, 40 yards, probably his best day as a Panther so far. Uh, we're able to put up enough on the ground uh, and and you know move the football you know sufficiently to to score all of 19 points. Yeah, but there were moments in this game that I I had marked for discussion today. And so I'll bring up two. Well, one's not even a moment. It's just a player. And I don't know if you know the player I'm, ta- I'm talking about. Uh, but uh, Marlo Wax was just <laughs> yeah. waxing the pit <laughs> offensive line. It was yeah, really it- hard to watch. Uh, I, you know, I just can't. I'm getting tired of watching just players go out against Pitt and putting their best tape out there on defense and really making a case for the NFL. It, it feels like it happens quite often. Like the best resume builder a lot of individuals have is their performance against Pitt's offensive line in particular. Um, hit watching him, and then yeah, the the Wayne interception. Why did that not work? I don't understand. It, I just it was it was a throw back across the whole field. That's a far throw for a receiver to, to make, and unfortunately, it's not like the 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 intended receiver was not wide open. Uh, there were two guys there, two defenders, and he really needed to put a lot more on that ball. But again, I'm not going to ask a receiver to make uh, make that throw. Uh, I can't get mad. Uh, about you know how poor the throw was. I mean, if anything, he just shouldn't have thrown it, or we shouldn't be calling that kind of play. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that that's just uh, you know, this wasn't Antoine Randall making a throw out. It was not. No, and just it was. 
I think I just was like watching that play and thinking like, well, because they can't ever throw down the field, so like there's no respect given to it. So that's kind of why probably it didn't work because it's just a whole every everything adds up and like how they're playing and if you're a team that's able to at least take shots down the field and on the sideline, it maybe open opens it up. But I feel like I don't know something scheme wise just didn't set that play up for success. Um, but, you know, no harm, no foul, I guess, because Pitt ends up uh, just dominating on defense. And for the first time, I feel Vince had costly turnovers. Like, they were consistent just giving the ball up, but this time it didn't come back to bite them, which we have already learned that lesson. You can't rely on that. You can't walk that line, especially in the damn ACC. Uh, no, no, you can't. And and maybe to be fair, and and maybe why this this uh, game was actually, you know, won by the Panthers was Pitt only turned the ball over two times <laughs> in this game, as opposed to you know a, a Louisville or Georgia Tech where you know it was three or four. Uh, despite that's the Pitt threshold. Not, you can't. Despite Pitt. You get two. You get two free ones, and that's it. Well, well, I mean, I think it it speaks to to the talent level on this team, and we'll, we'll certainly talk about this at the end of the season. But you know a Syracuse team, uh, a, a Georgia Tech, a Louisville. Um, Pitt, I, I, they, granted, these teams are not great, although Syracuse was a ranked team. I, let's not forget about that. Syracuse was a ranked team, well, deservingly so or not. Um, and Pitt has so much talent on defense that they can just go out and, and keep the game close and maybe even win with like barely any offense. Uh, so I, to me, that just speaks to, to the job Pat Narduzzi has done in terms of uh, in terms of recruiting uh, and, and putting together a, a strong unit on, on defense. Uh, and it's just a shame that, that the offense is, is not there. It is, especially when you uh, consider then the uh, blueprint the Panthers laid out for Georgia to go out and whoop on Tennessee last week, Vince. Yeah, and 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 what. Uh, Pat Narduzzi's defense did against that team in the, in the second half of that particular game. It is a good defense, and any good defense is going to look like a bad defense, I think, and I'll maintain this, uh, when they're on the field just always, like the entire game, and have zero confidence or or chill when it comes to the offensive uh, part of the team. Uh, not giving them any help whatsoever, which has been the case all year, and also putting them in terrible positions with turnovers. So I won't, I won't really tolerate ill, ill speaking of the pit defense that much. I think they're living up to their end of the bargain this season, but the offense is truly, truly that bad. I think, and we learned that in this game, a victory, but still coming out of it with really nothing to be too ex- excited about. Yeah, Rodney Hammond got over a hundred yards. Uh, Flemister came in there as well and, and was a good spot uh, running back with Izzy out. But this is modern football. Running the ball like that doesn't matter that much. You know, it, you win for sure. It helps you. It can help you win these kind of games. Yeah. But ha- relying on doing that only and that being the only part of your offensive game is not sustainable. Especially when th- there's no home run hitters on this team at at the moment and the, oh, with the running Izzy, game, yeah with Izzy out yeah, of course yeah yeah and and the, and the running game is not creative enough uh to to allow for huge gains uh you know, I I 
spoke about this last week. It's not like they're spreading teams out and then, you know, setting up a situation where Rodney Hammond, you know, only base has he's huge holes, huge alleyways to run through, and he's just got to beat one guy. Uh, you know, they're getting uh, smacked at the line of scrimmage. Uh, and it's a battle They're you know, they're fighting for, for every yard and, and, you know, you can't consistently do that down the field every single time and score, you know, you got to have, you, you got to have some ability for explosive plays and it's just not happening. Nope, it is not, but I'm still uh, seeing things like from Mumfield, for instance, that makes me think Vince, they have players who are capable, uh, you know, Wayne obviously is capable of some big plays. I just feel like a lot of it is on Slovis. It seems easy, but at this point, like just imagine if Pitt just had some kind of decently mobile quarterback with a little bit bigger arm, bigger arm. I don't know. I just feel like Slovis is a big big experiment that has really not panned out and I think we could it's safe to say that cuz even in a win, even in a win you saw on the Pitternet and even in my own mind thinking maybe why not make a change <laughs> even winning the game I, I had that go across my mind I don't know about you and I know for sure people online are are saying that put Yarnell in I don't I don't know I mean yeah I yeah if you listen to I it was one press conference it was either last week or the week before coach kind of indicated that Slovis would be back next year <laughs> with more experience in this system. So I I don't know. I mean, it, it's probably, you know, with how crazy college football is nowadays, it's, it's too difficult to predict uh, what's going to happen. I guess we'll, we'll assess that at the end of the season. Um, but yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be better. Hopefully, <laughs> next, my hope is year. my hope is that at the end of the year they say, "Yeah, well, Slovis played the whole year with a Liz Frank injury or something, some nagging injury that you could play on that just what bothered him all year." I'm hoping for an excuse of some sort because I can't. <laughs> I know you can't believe how mid yeah. he's looked all year, uh, but still, I think good enough to beat teams like Syracuse. Definitely good enough to win this week against the quarterback who's. I technically one of Virginia's greatest ever. Doesn't he have all their records? Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about uh, a team whose offense has gone south, uh, a complete opposite direction from last season. Uh, it's the Virginia Cavaliers with some uh, of the same players too that we some saw of the last same year. players. Yeah, especially the same quarterback, which makes it even more perplexing. Um, but yeah, new coach, new offensive coordinator, uh, but. This this uh, Virginia team, woof, you know, three and six on the year, only only have beaten one Power Five team in Georgia Tech. Uh, they have played some close games in the ACC, but they have not looked good. I mean, you're losing games, you know, twelve to fourteen, and you know, it just uh, <laughs> not too far off to what Pitt just did. I, I I guess I should say, but but quarterback Brandon Armstrong. Uh, this guy was thrown all over the field, you know, 500 yard games last year. Now, you know, completing, you know, only 55% of his passes, uh, has had to run a lot more leading his team in rushing. Uh, it, it just, uh, I, I'm surprised about how bad Virginia has looked 
this year. Uh, but they do still have some capable players. Uh, you know, Pitt's got to respect them. Uh, they got to go in there and still play tough defense. They got to they got to they got to score when they can. Um, I don't think it's going to be an easy game by any stretch. Um, but yeah, I it you would talk about disappointing teams around the country, and certainly you know Pitt's going to be ranked up there. But you got to think Virginia is up there as well. Yeah, and that that let, I'm not going to even say Pitt's been close to what that 14-12 loss was. UVA they, that game was like four overtimes, and they lost fourteen to twelve. That is, I'd say the most bizarre outcome of any game. Uh, but yeah, they their offense with Brendan Armstrong at quarterback, uh, like Keaton Thompson. We know about him. Uh, they're capable yep. players, but totally different team. So offensively, what we expect out of uh, Virginia is, I think, a team that Pitt should be able to shut down and play well against on defense. But how much will be, they be huffing and puffing is the question to me. And the thing that scares me is that they have one of those players, I think, Vince, that can go out there and destroy Pitt's offense, put out game tape that makes him look like the next great NFL player. And I'm talking about one of those young bucks. Actually, he's a senior on their team. Nick Jackson from Virginia is far and away their best tackler, their best player, uh, gets sacks, can cover. He's everywhere on the field. And that's a guy that could be a problem on defense coming from the Virginia side that I think Pitt's going to have to worry about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, depending on where they line him up, uh, that could that could certainly be an issue. Uh, you got to think that Pitt's going to be scheming uh, against this guy, uh, just you know, trying to keep Slovis upright. Uh, for yeah, I mean, not that he's taken uh, a ton of sacks, but certainly a lot of pressure, and certainly has been disrupting a lot of a lot of this running game. Uh, we don't know if Israel Banakanda will be back this week, Allen. Uh, I, I'm going to assume no for right now, uh, until I hear otherwise. Um, but yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. Could, could be very disruptive. Yeah. That, that has me worried a ton, especially, uh, after what we saw from Marlo wax last week <laughs> and, uh, Jackson played well, I thought against UNC and Hey, Virginia, you, you've been, we, you kind of made fun of their record so far up to this Vince, but last week they gave North Carolina four, f- way better four quarters than Pitt gave him. Yeah, uh, so. yep. only only lost by three points uh, against them. Uh, yeah, they, they just, you know, a couple close losses and, you know, their record looks a lot different. Sa- same way Pitt has. Yeah, so this game, we're going to predict it a little bit later. Uh, you know, two v- middle of the road or just bad ACC teams, however you want to put it. Uh, but Pitt, with a big opportunity to get bowl eligible, continue to right their ship, and uh, hopefully by the end of the season, make the lows of this season look a little bit better than they f- have felt. They still, I think, have a lot to salvage. This game uh, is going to be uh, a lot of a lot of fun, I think, this week compared to last week. I'm going to say that. I don't think it's going to sound like I'm watching Matlock uh, this week. It's, I have a feeling this one is going to be explosive. Maybe not with lots of scoring. But I think with some big plays, with seeing how Pitt's defense, I think, is stepping up. Virginia yeah. has some capable capable defensive players. And, of course, players on offense. It could be a pretty interesting game. Uh, a lot more interesting than Pitt-Cuse last week, which is funny that Pitt-Syracuse was such a low-scoring bad game on a day where the record those two teams set was broken by two yeah. other teams. 
Yeah, that SMU-Houston game, Alan, uh, pro- <laughs> probably more points scored in that game than uh, any other game on NFL Network uh <laughs> the whole year nfl network has some sneaky good is that your college new favorite games go-to on. channel for the for college game it, it, i think it is yeah i have to see who's playing on there this saturday um <laughs> good good opportunity after the pick game's over the nfl network college game of the week Pitt's not going to be on that anytime soon but let's hope they uh, have a, as good of a game as what you're watching on that channel i think with with some of those college games they're getting uh Pitt, Virginia. Let's break that down the score-wise a little bit later, Vince. Let's uh, move on, though. Hoops started this week. Uh, just got to go over that real quick. The, the win over UT Martin. Uh, you know, Pitt coming out first first game. The the, the season has begun. Uh, the hopes for me, at least, are high, I guess, going after last week when we said, what will happen first? A Pirates World Series, a Steelers <laughs> Super Bowl or Pitt getting to the tournament I'm all my chips are on Pitt so off to a good start yeah yeah I guess so uh, I don't think UT Martin is projected to be very good uh but at the same point Pitt's not projected to very be very good either um uh especially when when you don't have uh your best player John Hughley didn't play in this game uh, Will Jeff- Jeffress one of your other ex- most experienced players didn't play uh and that that's been the big thing uh you know, Alan is, you know, you're, you're every year because of this transfer portal in college basketball, you're meshing all these different players every single year. Uh, but you know, some of the, they look a little better this year. I'm not saying this team's going to be good by any stretch, uh, but they look like they're going to be better. They look like they're having fun out there. Uh, you had those two twins from Spain, two Gasols. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what, how some people are describing them. I'll say this. Um, in terms of you know athleticism and you know skill like handling the ball for guys that size seven footers i thought they looked really good i think once they learn how to how to move their feet a little bit better uh they'll be they'll be uh, uh some decent defenders i mean it's bringing some height to to this team that they haven't had in a very long time uh it, so i, I was uh, i was you know pleasantly surprised i mean they're certainly deeper I think than they've been in a long time. Uh, Federico, Federico, another uh, center who who did pretty good. You know, Blake Hinson, uh, transfer from Iowa State. You know, finally here putting up some big numbers. Uh, Nelly Cummings thought he did pretty good uh, in in his debut with the Panthers after getting hurt last year. Uh, so I, I I'm a little optimistic. I, I'm very excited to see uh, this team, but we'll we'll, we'll know uh, how good they're going to be. They got th- uh, three games coming up here against, against big time competition, uh, and that'll that'll kind of give us uh, what our real expectations should be. Pitt WVU is going to be exciting. I think for the first time in many many years, I feel like Pitt actually has a chance to win this game yeah. too. So. Yeah, WVU projected. I think I think they were picked ninth in the Big Twelve out of ten teams. Uh, so, not uh, a lot uh, uh, of high hopes for them. And that game is at home. So I'm 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 hoping the Panthers could at least put up a big fight in this game, in this backyard brawl, uh, and, and come out. Come uh, that would be huge if they could come out for a win, just for the confidence of this team to go out and, and win. Uh, a game that maybe you're not projected to win against a big rival would be pretty awesome. A Friday night backyard brawl as uh, Pitt hoops 
gets their season started, is looking to hopefully, uh, you know, have a have a one of those seasons where they kind of come out of nowhere and, and disrupt some things in the ACC. And uh, we'll be following along all season. Uh, Pitt WVU. I'm excited. Uh, I it will be the last big sporting event I watch in uh, the states until I'm Europe Europe bound, Vince. This I thought you after. were watching the Pitt Virginia game on Saturday. I I guess that I guess I am flying a little bit after that. I don't know if I was gonna. I was thinking of maybe downloading it and watching it on my long ass flight across the Atlantic. I don't know. I was debating. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, see, but... I was <laughs> trying to outsmart. Well, ho- hopefully, it's a flight. it's a rocking chair type game so you don't disturb anybody around <laughs> watching it on an ipad pre-taped getting too if i get too excited that I, I could see someone maybe a portuguese guy going next to me and saying you know Pitt won that game right you don't need to watch it <laughs> <laughs> you're right maybe i should watch it live at new yeah Year. you it's always run idea. that risk yeah all right and uh, also uh give shout out Pitt women defeated cop in state yep. uh Pitt women's hoops underway as well. Uh, women's soccer is in the NCAA tournament. The men are awaiting where they're going to be placed. We got volleyball underway right now, ranked top 10, Vince. A lot going on. Uh, Heather Like has created a powerhouse athletic department. Sports all up and down. Amazing at Pitt. This time of year is always very cool because Pitt is in a title hunt. It feels like the last few yeah. years. Yeah, certainly in volleyball, though, you know, they've been just beating up on everybody. Uh, and, and, you know, the, the season will be regular season coming to a close here uh, in in November. And then they'll be playing the ACC tournament and the big tournament, uh, hoping to get back to that final four. Alan, I, one thing I want to touch on women's hoops a little bit. Uh, this is another situation where you just got to hope uh, that they're going to continue to get better continue to keep building here uh not expected to have a, a, a great season uh from this team at, at least what people are projecting however it, it, unfortunately they have some really tough 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 competition uh ACC is going to be the best conference in women's basketball this year Alan uh by far I think uh you're talking Louisville NC State Notre Dame Virginia Tech uh Duke North Carolina it is going to be tough in that conference, a lot of those teams they got to play two times too. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be tough sledding for sure. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully some improvement uh, from uh, from from the women's basketball team. Uh, so we'll see how, how they do. Uh, they got some non conference games. They are gonna have a big one coming up against Maryland uh, later in the month. We'll see how they do. Yeah, Lance White's team finding I think more consistency year to year, just improving a little bit better. But how? How easy can that be in, in an ACC? And you you ran it down, Vince. The Murderers Row. Perhaps no team on campus. Uh, you know when when once upon a time Pitt moved to the ACC, no team was put in a, the most compromising position more than uh, women's basketball. Uh, considering all the all the new opponents that they acquired when Pitt joined the conference, uh, but they're growing into it, developing it, and you know Pitt. Pit hoops overall, men and women. Uh, another another season, hopefully for some improvement. Uh, I think this year, at least compared to the last few years, I will go out on limb and say we'll be have a little bit more optimism sprinkled throughout, a little bit more hope, I think, and more fun. You brought that word up, fun. Let's hope, and that's kind of all we can hope for, I think, 
considering how tough the ACC is, especially for the women. Uh, there you go. Pitt, Pitt Athletics is uh, kicking butt, ha- giving us all something to keep an eye on here. Pitt football is in the midst of a season that uh, many are deeming disappointing. Uh, they're upset on the Pitternet Vince. They're complaining. Uh, they're arguing with each other. But we're getting through it together, I think. I hope. And uh, I don't know. It seems kind of tumultuous out there on the Pitternet. Can you explain what Internet is? I hear there's rumors on the uh, Internets. And to all those faceless keyboard warriors on Twitter. But we're a good dog football team. I'm proud of these guys. Chris46 on Panther Lair said, It's a win, but God, that was boring and sucked. I think that's a more succinct way of putting it than we did at the during our Syracuse review earlier, Vince. Did you think the game was boring and sucked? You were there. Well, I thought it w- I was boring. For I will say that. Um, but, uh, well, boring, maybe that's a strong word. It, you know, uh, it, it, it's not like Pitt was down, and but they were... It, there just weren't a lot of big plays. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot to get excited about. Uh, certainly nervous the entire time. Um, but, uh, and it sucked. I, I wouldn't say that because, you know, Pitt won a game against a ranked team. I mean, Syracuse, obviously, you know, maybe they're not, they weren't worthy of being ranked the number 20 team in the country, but they were coming into this game and Pitt shut them up. You know, it, it's a pit win, so I'm not going to say it sucked. I think that's wrong. Boring takes a lot for me to be bored, Vince. So yeah. I was sitting there enjoying, enjoying it as much as I could, uh, but maybe also having an, a whole nother TV with four other games on it during that game was also <laughs> something that, especially big games. I think we were playing obviously during the Georgia Tennessee game, which wasn't that. Maybe our game might have been more exciting than that one. That was kind of over right away if you ask me um mm-hmm. you knew what was happening there uh pit syracuse though pit hey if Pitt's boring and wins i'll take it That's, yeah i'll say that uh demented turnip 26 on our pittsburgh panthers on reddit said really painful game to watch once again lots of people slurping on narduzzi calling a great win which is absurd the offense is broken. Scoring essentially 17 points isn't going to work consistently. The route trees are hideous, and very often we are only running out two to three options. We are also constantly grinding the play clock under five seconds. Not only is the team below average, they are also exceptionally boring. Another person using the B word, Vince, talking about Pitt. I don't think anybody called this a great win, uh, so... Uh, I, I, I'm not quite sure how much I believe all the. The one thing I do agree with here is that there are only two to three options in, in routes. Uh, I that that's absolutely true. Um, route, and that is, route tree, big topic of discussion on the Pitternet this this week. I saw a that, lot of people that, talking about route trees, too many deep options, not enough underneath, not enough check down options for Slovis. I th- I see people saying. When well, whenever you know half your plays, you're trotting out an offensive lineman as a tight end. I mean, you're already cutting your options down by one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it seems like uh, yeah, we we've talked about this. How you know, putting him in position uh, to make quick throws and, and get the ball out, and but that's just that's just not what they're going to do. 
and, and I think that's got to change. You know, for whatever reason, it's not. Um, so I, I don't know what else there is to say. This is how they're going to play, and they're going to have to execute very well in order to win like this. Do you think Pitt has, on average, the most total combined weight of an 11-man group on offense uh. with all the extra linemen they trot out? Well, I guess if you had, yeah, uh, Jacoby and um, Bartholomew out there as tight ends. And then you got and, Daniel Carter out there sometimes at the fullback. Yeah. A little extra yep. beef. Yeah, Jared Wayne, he, he's he's not uh, a small not man. Small. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. They're up there. What are the, yeah, the, the pits, pits going out there. I'd like to see if someone has that data. Maybe that I'll say that's Georgia's a, got some big dudes. Yeah. <laughs> but they're fast. Yes. They're they're big and fast and they actually have less total humans uh with with that are big like that but they combined for an equal amount of weight to like your seven giant guys. <laughs> they are rolling out there. Muscle weighs more than fat. It does. And I'm feeling skinny right now, Vince. Uh Pit Football Twitter bragging about Pitt winning versus a ranked team, which you've mentioned multiple times. Seven straight seasons, Pitt's beat a ranked team. Pitt football Twitter went out and uh, bragged about. And then I saw a, re a reply to it on the Twitter, at NK, at NK Hori, or N Corey, I don't know how you pronounce it, but they said, this is not something that upper echelon programs tend to brag about. Do you agree, Vince? Should Pitt be bragging about beating a ranked team seven straight seasons? Uh, I don't. I don't know if they should be bragging about it. Uh, were they really bragging about it, or just simply stating the fact? It's if you're if you need to go out and tweet about it, that's a brag, uh, if you ask me. Okay. That's a, what. What's the point of putting it out there other than you're trying to either get someone riled up or toot your own horn a little bit? Um, well, and they're called well, tweets, not toots. Well, so. yeah, they're they're not an upper echelon program, and so they need to make people aware of this. So I, I think it's fine. You think there's anyone this year? National Recruiting Day. He's got a pit hat in front of him, maybe like a WVU hat. They're like, well, I could go to WVU and could get a lot of playing time, and. They can get me to the NFL, or I could go to Pitt and I can get playing time. And they can get me to the NFL, and they've beaten a ranked team the last seven years. <laughs> Hell to Pitt. Uh, yeah, somebody's probably saying that. Oh, then tweet it out. Tweet all day about it. Seven straight years, baby. Let Couldn't the streak hurt. continue. That and Antonio Brown's 50 and 50. Those are my two favorite Pittsburgh records. <laughs> Uh, all right, there you go. The internet is uh, not as volatile as maybe I, I, it sounded in my mind talking about it. So there are people are having fun through the season, Vince. But around town, uh, I don't know. This week is very – you don't want to bring up different topics this week around town, I know. There's, there's people on edge in a week like this, first Tuesday in November type of week. But mm -hmm. talking about pit football could maybe be the most – it could have the most repercussions in in a in a barber shop, say, or at at the Eaton Park. Uh, but you know, people are still talking pit football, which is all that matters. Another Saturday coming, and the Panthers are playing. Time to find out what the answers are saying. 
You see that Narduzzi defense beat up on that Syracuse quarterback. Eh, you know, he is a backup, though. So, we've been playing with a backup all year. No excuses. Elder Pitt. What the answers are saying. So that's what the Inzers are saying. Uh, yeah, Pitt, they went in there, they smelled blood in the water, and they beat up a, on on a backup Syracuse quarterback and, and got the job done. That, that's what's most important. Moving on to a big uh, ACC battle uh, in uh, Charlottesville against Virginia, a chance to get bowl eligible. Big game for the Panthers. Uh, but before that, Alan, we got to talk about some big games. Uh, a lot at stake this week is that we're almost getting down to the end here. Oh, college football. Don't you dare tell me that any of these teams are that much better than Pitt when there's really only maybe one, maybe two, de- definitely one, maybe two teams that are flat out better than everybody, and the rest is just the rest. But we have exciting games among them. It is a weird year when Alabama is barely a top 10 team in November, Vince, and here they are coming off another loss, losing to LSU. I am shocked. I ha- I am now starting to think it's whoever I'm picking on the show. They will lose. I'm terrible <laughs> picking college football this year. Bama losing that game, a huge shocker. Now they go to take on Ole Miss, a 9 versus an 11 game. Bama still favored I- by double digits. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't updated these rankings uh, for the latest college football playoff uh, situation here. Alabama's actually down to number 10, I believe it was. Um, but uh, yeah, a 12-point favorite uh, in Oxford uh, against Ole Miss. Ole Miss still can win uh, the SEC West, Allen. Uh, they're, they're, uh, they just need LSU to drop one game uh, in their final three, which, which is possible. That includes a couple road games in there. So Ole Miss uh, still a lot to play for. Uh, this is a lot of points here, and, and Al- Alabama in a, in a strange situation of nothing really to play for. Uh, I, I suppose they could still be, um, you know, that number three team maybe in the SEC or something like that, and, and still get a New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, but this is um, this is a, a tough situation for them. You got to think, you know, Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. They they got to be. Yeah, they got to be really wanting this one, a big opportunity for them. Uh, 12 points, that's too much for me. I, I'd be all over Ole Miss in this game. Yeah, this is a huge game. Lane Kiffin could really earn himself some money from Auburn if he wins this game. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, Vince. I don't know about you. What a moment for him and Ole Miss. I don't know. I'm still picking Alabama to win. I still don't believe it. They're like a bad, a bad. They're not a bad team. I only have two losses, but you know they're human. And it's funny that you know it's a season like this, and people are saying, "Well, Nick Saban needs to go." Anyone saying that's nuts? He'll leave when he wants to leave. Damn it! Who said that? I saw people saying that. Well, you know, I'm talking to people who are talking LSU. So, well, yeah, you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's some bias. Little bias. It's bias all over. It's the SEC, baby. And when uh, you have a big opportunity in front of you and Alabama's in the way, um, you better not miss. And I think Ole Miss will miss. So I'm going Bama. Uh, roll Tide by two touchdowns. All right. All right. Can you imagine uh, what they're going to be going through in practice this week in terms of, like, just the pain and the suffering and the anger from Nick Saban and his coaching staff? Come on. I, I suppose so. 
we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited for that one. 330 CBS. Uh, number 22, UCF getting one point now. I'm seeing one point uh, on the road at uh, number 17, Tulane uh, in New Orleans. Uh, this is a huge game for Tulane if they are hoping to uh, be that highest group of five ranked team. Um, but UCF, they are still tough, <laughs> believe it or not. They are still right there. I think this is going to be a good uh, low-scoring battle here. Um, two tough defenses. I Maybe the slight edge to Tulane based on defense, but I don't know. UCF's been coming on. It would not surprise me if they won this ballgame. Yeah, this is uh, going to be interesting uh, because – UCF is kind of falling off their perch uh, in, 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 as the group of five darling, the American darling. I th- what they have their first loss to an unranked team, I think, like in r- really recent memory, right? That loss to East Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is a, a big moment. Yeah. Tulane. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's, this is like, this is kind of like Alabama versus Ole Miss, Vince. It's the team that's dominated, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and the, uh, well, Tulane's maybe, I think, in a better spot to uh, take over uh, the mantle than Ole Miss is not taking over any mantle from Bama. But Tulane could take the mantle. They're looking really good. That Spears, they're running back, solid. I'm I'm going to take Tulane to win by a point. Okay, uh, I I would like to point it's out the UCF UCF. Yes, it is. UCF was ranked when Pitt, Pitt beat them a few years ago. Just want to point that out. Part of the streak. Um, part of the streak. Um, a, a big game in the Pac-12, Allen. Uh, before next week is like doomsday in the Pac-12. Uh, number twenty-five, Washington, uh, getting thirteen and a half in Eugene against the number six Oregon Ducks. Um, Allen, next week. USC, UCLA, Oregon, Utah, uh, two two of the biggest Pac-12 games uh, of the season. But Oregon's got to get by Washington first. Uh, I do think they will, but this number is a lot, 13.5 for a 73-point total. Washington has, at times, really put up a lot of points uh, this game. I, I could go either way in, in this one. I do think Oregon's going to win the game. It would not surprise me if Washington had a backdoor cover here, um, but but I think we're working too much in this game. Yeah, I don't want to speak on that number because you never know when Michael Penix Jr. and Bo Nix are going to be going at it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I uh, do know that this that or Bo Nix has never lost a game uh, in in Eugene, and Washington's road record isn't that impressive this year. Uh, they're looking good, but their two losses were on the road. Uh, they are definitely a comfort creature of a team. I don't think they're going into Oregon to win, setting us up for a hell of a weekend in the Pac-12 next weekend, Vince, which I cannot wait for. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going Oregon. And what was the number? 13 and a half. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm not going to – yeah, not touching it. I, I think – I would probably side with the Huskies on that number, but I think Oregon <laughs> wins the game. Yeah, I, I, who would ever said Bo Nix just too much for 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 an opponent? Um, number four, TCU, uh, a seven point underdog at 
the number 18, Texas Longhorns. Uh, TCU trying to stay undefeated here. Um, just a, a really exciting team to watch. I cannot believe they're getting seven points in this game. Uh, just shocking to me that that it's that much. I, I would have... If you told me in this game TCU was favored by seven, I probably would have believed you. Um, but you know they've been down in almost every game they've played. They come out, come out, they somehow come back to win and somehow cover the spread while they're doing it. Uh, I, I really, I really like TCU in this game. I, I, I think they're going to win outright. I'm not, I'm not a firm believer in Texas, uh, Texas just yet. Um, I, it's a good team, but TCU is just too tough right now. Too tough. I think Texas is a, a good enough team, uh, and it's it is the ultimate stress test. The Big Twelve. If you're trying to run that table, good luck to you. And this is what I've been waiting for all week, Vince, because I wanted to tell you I'm rooting hard for the Longhorns in this. I want Texas to win. I want a big fall from grace from TCU these last few weeks because I want them. I would love to see Pitt's defense against this Max Duggan. When are you going to see it? I want a piece of him. And and give me him in the the Acrisure uh, Anfield Bowl. I don't care. This is the team I want to see Pitt play the most. I just want a piece of him. There's something about him. I just want a taste. I just want to play him. I want to watch my team play against their team. I'm jealous of Longhorns fans this week. I'm jealous of any fans that get to go up against TCU and try to take them down. What a fun well, team not, to watch. That That's not going to happen. Uh, uh, TCU is not going to be playing Pitt this year. Um, you think if they lose three more? Three, <laughs> do they lose out? They could lose out. It's the Big 12. They could. Uh, tough, toughest conference, top to bottom, I'd say. The, the Big 12. Uh, this is going to be a tremendous game to watch. Uh, a- ABC 730. Can't wait to watch this one. Uh, it's gonna be exciting. I'm gonna be pulling hard for TCU. And I got. Uh, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going UT all the way, baby. And I got. I got them winning. I'm gonna say 38 to 37. I, I, I am surprised that the that the line is this high. Uh, may, maybe somebody knows something about it that I do not. They always do. Uh, they always do. Um, Pitt Panthers game of the week here. Uh, a four and a half point favorite. Right now, uh, I'm seeing at the Westgate and at the Golden Nugget against uh, the Virginia Tech, Virginia uh, Cavaliers, uh, four-point favorite at uh, Caesars William Hill, uh, Allen. But a total of 40 points, (laughs) 40 (laughs) point total. That's extremely low in a college game. My goodness. Um, Virginia hasn't been able to score. Uh, most weeks, Pitt hasn't been able to score most weeks. Uh, I expect a, 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 a knockdown, dragout affair. Uh, but a, at the end of the day, I think just as much as a a, a mess uh, as Pitt, uh, Pitt's offense has been, uh, Virginia's offense is even more of a mess. And, and at least Pitt, most weeks, has been able to rely on a strong running game been able to rely on a strong running game, at least to fall back on. Virginia, not so much. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to do that. And, and yeah, as yes, Pitt's offense has been susceptible to, to be, uh, giving up some some big splash plays due to, to strong pass rushers uh, on the other team. Uh, Pitt's defense, 
uh, has been just rock solid uh, all year for the most part. And I expect uh, th- this week will be nothing less. It is on the road, but I do think Pitt is going to get uh, a victory in this game. I am going to go uh, Pitt 27, uh, Virginia 13. Hitting that 40. That Would that be the lowest total, even if it was just a Whippeal playoff football game this weekend? Do you think there's a total in the Whippeal uh, this weekend well, that that's, that's that low? Uh, there, there could be, there could be. Um, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to look over uh, some of these lines here to see if I could find a lower total for it. <laughs> oh, Na- Navy is playing Notre Dame a total of thirty nine and a half. Uh, maybe that's the one you're looking for. Yeah. Well, Pitt, Pitt, Virginia. Look no further. Game of the week, like Vince said. And I just have a feeling this won't be one of those Matlock games. This is going to be one of those nail biters. But it's going to have some big plays, and hopefully it's uh, the pit defense making them splash and making scores. That's what I'm hoping for. I, I think to get to that 27, Vince defense is going to have to score. I got Pitt winning 21 <laughs> to 17 over UVA. And, uh, yeah, just watch that Thompson through the air. Yeah, get after- he's tough. He is. He's big. He's tough. Um, get after him and take him down. If he catches the ball, you can't be letting guys run by. Hope you cannot miss tackles and, uh, offensively just don't turn the ball over. If Pitt ends with zero turnovers on offense, they definitely will win. Mark. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say that Alan, uh, you know, the, uh, the turnover game, so critical here, taking care of the ball. Uh, we've seen it, you know, uh, past you know several weeks you know if it wasn't for some 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 costly turnovers you could probably add one or two scores to Pitt's total every single week uh hopefully this is the week that they take care of the ball uh, a little bit better uh last week against Syracuse than they had been uh we'll see if they could keep it up uh you, you talked about Keaton Thomas Thompson Allen uh a big guy very tough to uh uh tough to bring down. He gave Pitt a lot of trouble last year. Uh, finding him, it's going to be critical. Um, yeah, that's really going to put, uh, you, know, mate, um, you know, whoever he's lined up on. He could be lined up in at, in a tight, at a tight end position, could be lined up out wide. Uh, it, it's going to be, that's going to be a, a, a task for the Pitt defense uh, for sure, but uh, just not enough versatility uh, as far as I'm concerned for Virginia uh, in order to, to score enough uh, for the, to win this game. And that means Pitt wins. We're back here next week, and we are talking a bit about a bowl-eligible team, Vince, as they gear up for Duke, which is now announced as a noon kickoff on yep. uh, the 19th, so next Saturday. So hopefully we are talking about a Pitt team that is trying to just improve their bowl, their bowl spot, uh, get out of that Fenway Bowl. I mean, if they win out, is it Fenway Bowl or bust? What are we looking at? Should we? I, I have, I have no Should idea. We, I think that's a little bit too hard to speculate on. At is this there point. any way they'll play in Europe while I'm there? No. Okay. They're only playing in Ireland during the uh, in the pre in the first game of the year. The, yes, the, that's uh, right. NCAA. Okay. Well, there you go. Pitt and Virginia got a big one out in the Pac-12 and uh, college football rolling on a really bizarre year. Thanks to a down and out Alabama, a human uh, Clemson team, and really lots of spots up for grabs all the way up to the playoff. 
Unfortunately, Pitt <laughs> is not eligible to get one of those spots. But, hey, we're covering it all, and we're excited. Also, of course, that backyard brawl on Friday. Enjoy it, everybody. Uh, Vince, you got anything left before uh, we get the hell out of here? I'm just excited for the, for this uh, basket brawl uh, Friday night, 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. And then uh, certainly the big game down in Charlottesville, high noon, a big noon kickoff on the ACC network. Everybody got to get ready for it. Make sure you're tuned in and hail to pit. At H2P Show, if you want to hit us up and hail to pit on Twitter, or you can email us by emailing hail, the number two pit podcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Pretty Easy Podcast for helping us put this show together each and every single week for you. And of course, uh, enjoy that backyard brawl. Pitt Snoggle ain't walking through that door. Pitt can finally beat WVU on the on the court again. The Pete should be rocking, Zoo. Come on. Let's go. I cannot wait for that. Of course, Pitt, Virginia. Big weekend for the Panthers. Enjoy it. And we'll see you right back here on your favorite podcast platform next week. Hell to Pitt, everybody. Pitt.